0: Welcome back to State of the Franchise, the podcast that discusses franchises of all shapes, sizes, and origins. We'll be talking about their highlights, their lowlights, what could have been, and even beyond that. I am here... With my lovely co-host Fred Dakin, that's so nice. He called me lovely. I <laughs> <liked> <laughs> it. I'm lovely. And of course, I am Tom Stadler. L- L- unless
1: I forget who I am. <laughs> yeah, maybe I didn't know if that was a tee up for me to introduce you, but I was just kind of in awe of being you called lovely. Give him lovely. A
2: I feel like no. you should probably throw one back. The
1: fantastic Tom <laughs> Stadler.
0: The fantastic Tom Stadler. See, if I put that on like my doctorate, I feel like everybody will believe I'm somebody. Put it next to your degree on the wall. Yeah hey (laughs) honestly let's just keep piling them up. The Fantastic (laughs) Tom Stadler. Associate's degree Tom Stadler. Uh, Happy New Year Fred. Happy New Year. It's good to be back in the 2-2. Yeah I mean I I realized we already had an episode this year that we didn't mention the new year at all but now that we're actually recording in the new year and uh, you know trying to shake off the new year's rust here a little bit. Mm -hmm. I feel like we're well, there's New Year's dust. There's Omicron
1: dust. Omicron yeah. dust, yep.
0: And uh, yeah, as, as a victim of the Omicron or some similar COVID strain. It's but you know what? Nice to be back. We had to come back to the Stude. <laughs> there was the no stood, way. The Stude was just waiting, waiting for us to be back.
1: After, after our last episode, people are hungry for more, and that's what we're here to bring them. And we got a great guest. We have the wonderful Shannon Castles, an improviser of the Milwaukee area. Welcome.
2: Thank you. I'm glad to be here.
0: Welcome, Shannon. We're happy to have you. I'm you are being the Our second female guest on this podcast. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's an este- it's esteemed honor and one that we've been trying to correct for a while so <laughs> We're working on being inclusive. That's really what our our end goal is. It's good. All voices, all backgrounds, all Franchises. All franchises. People. All, franchises, <laughs> All fr- exactly. franchises. And we're here to talk about an exciting franchise this week our first reality TV series, the TV show Survivor. Ooh.
3: Yeah. Uh.
1: <laughs> I didn't know if it had a theme or not. Oh I, I tried gosh. to go for a didgeridoo noise. Yeah, no, I I mean, yeah. if
2: you were season two, uh, Australia over here, excuse me, didgeridoo oh. in every season.
1: This is what we do. We bring in the experts. <laughs> the experts know everything. And this is exciting because... To be told, we we probably wouldn't have done
0: an episode on Survivor I if had, it was, I was just drag them out here. No, it was a good pitch. I think it's going to be one that it's going to be very interesting to explore the whole like reality TV as a whole, like that genre, because I think there's a lot that I didn't really know about reality TV in recent years. Just having watched maybe like Great British Bake Off recently, but. Yeah, I'm like, okay, so Survivor's still going.
2: <laughs> 40, 41 seasons, baby, we just <sighs> finished up. Crazy. Going on 42 in uh, late February, I believe, or early March.
0: Wow. Jeez. That's pretty impressive to think that has been on for, what, 22 years now?
2: Mm-hmm. Jeez.
0: So for, like,
1: the people who don't know, Tom... Can you can you break down what Survivor is? What sure.
0: happens? So Survivor is a reality TV competition in which a group of survivors go out to an island. And they will be competing to be the sole survivor of this island. I had to get that vernacular correct, that it's the sole survivor. Mm-hmm. Um, through a series of competitions where they will be creating alliances in between. they are be literally trying to survive on the island with limited resources. And working to try and just outwit and outlast everybody else in the competition. And outplay. And outplay. There's a three. And <laughs> it all ends with... On each episode, uh, one person is voted off the island. Is it ever more? Uh, I was I was opening my mouth to hear
3: <laughs> <You're> better.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, there have been uh, double eliminations before. Ooh, wow. um, that's not like a common occurrence, but every once in a while, as we'll get into it more, Jeff Probst, the host, fellow Scorpio, he loves to incorporate twists. Mm. So... Yes, there have been double eliminations, there have been double quits, there have been, yeah.
0: Double quits? So people just resigning from the show?
2: People, yeah, say, I'm out. And there also have been medical evacs, people almost dying on there. Was
0: that in season two, that there was some guy who, like, got burned?
2: He, uh, the smoke made him pass out, and he fell into the fire.
0: Wow. God. Yeah. That's insane. Um... Cause I watched the first two seasons, so I had not seen a single season until when they aired. Yeah, like originally when they aired, because it was such a so that. Yeah, the series started back in the year nineteen ninety. Well, okay, it was nineteen ninety seven. Was the original series called Expedition Robinson? So playing off of like Swiss Swiss Family Robinson, and.
2: I think it was in, like, Sweden or Switzerland. Yep, that it, it's a, it was
0: a Swedish but, TV yeah. series. So it began in 1997. Then that creator, his name is Charlie Parsons, pitched the series to CBS, and then it debuted on May 31st, 2000 with Jeff's Pro- mm-hmm. Jeff, Probst. My Jeff Probst. Jeff Probst. Jeff Probst. Jeff Probst, the host. And it was Probst.
2: produced by Mark Burnett, which... If you guys don't know, and it seems like you guys do not know reality TV, Mm -mm. he produced a lot of reality TV, like Shark Tank, The Voice, Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader, and a different popular show that I'd rather not talk about because it involves a certain president that I don't like.
0: Uh, Ah, yes.
2: But he produced many hits.
0: I see. That's Okay, that definitely tracks then as to why this has been going for so long. I feel like that, that adds that weight that he's been doing all these other projects. But while Fred and I, I think, have our origins, whether they be early or late, I think we're curious, Shannon, where did you get started with Survivor? Like, when was your first entry into the series?
2: Yeah, I started, same as you, right when it first started. Really? 2000, I was a nine-year-old little girl watching it with my family every week, and That was something I find across borders is that people who do watch it, it was like a family show. It was something you watched with your children, with your adults, like with your parents, with your friends. And like, it's something, it's always been a communal kind of show. Um, And it's something I remember like even going to school and I would talk to like my friends at the lunch table about, we would talk about who got voted out that week. Mm. And Survivor was such a big hit that like, it was a, if you were, You know, like, working in an office at the time, it was something you would for sure talk about, like, at a water cooler.
0: Wow. Have you been watching every season since then?
2: I fell off a little bit. Okay. So, um, I watched it pretty regularly through high school. And then probably, like, my later years of high school, junior year, I got more, like, into my friends and more into whatever. So, I sort of stopped watching as religiously. And then I got back into it because the Twitterverse kind of exploded and and, like like, social media exploded in such a new way because everyone kind of had, you know, smartphones, everyone had access to like internet. And so it sort of like built in this community. So like Twitter became a big thing, which meant the survivor players were like interacting as the season was coming out and they were like talking to fans, talking to each other. So it almost became like a meta game too, because the players would talk beef to each other online (laughs) and like, and literally Survivor started putting hashtags into the show, which is pretty cringeworthy, but like, you know, like it it became a whole thing. Yeah.
1: It sounds like the Hunger
3: Games. (laughs) A little bit.
1: If you could do like, what is it called in Hunger Games, where you can like send a little gift to like the person you like send like a tribute or
0: something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They drop like the packages (laughs) onto them and the trees and stuff.
2: That would be cool, but unfortunately it's not live. Yeah.
0: We should, we should vote someone off this podcast eh. by the end. I'm feeling nervous right now. <laughs> because I don't think I'm off to a hot start if, here. If one, of, <laughs> if one of us gets voted off, that means you have to take over. Oh, shit. Yeah, you so, have a chance to win a hosting gig out of this.
2: I'm ready. I'm ready for it.
0: Good. Okay.
1: So what, do you think you would do well in Survivor?
2: No. <laughs>
3: why,
2: why, why don't you
1: think so? Is it, like, the physical part? Or is it the mental? Is it the... I'm going to call it the high schoolness because it's definitely like you got to be a little catty to play from the experience I watched.
2: Uh, You don't have to be catty. So it actually it hurts you more, I guess, if you do like establish relationships and you work based off of emotion. It's like better to think of it as like like a chessboard, you know so mm-hmm. you're kind of like okay like what's this person's best move what's this person's best move how do i met, me, like melt that together like okay what what's a good shield for me like how do i get moving further like depending on my skill so it's all basically about like selling yourself in the situation you're in with the people you're with
0: it benefits mm-hmm. sociopaths right like
1: <laughs> that's yeah, that's more
2: what i was bit. going
1: for not necessarily like gossipy but like sociopathic <laughs> behavior seems to like be a little bit of a benefit i also have seen it get people people into trouble but yeah like... oh
2: yeah i mean it, it is a, a full balance and honestly it also depends on which era you're watching survivor like first season survivor is much more based on survivor skills it's much more based on like real emotions and like literally like the first two seasons if you said the word alliance they're like oh my god you're like an evil person i don't do alliances <laughs> la, 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 la. don't talk to me so like it's like changed like how people vote like how what people like want Mm. why i think i'd be a terrible survivor is i'm a terrible liar <laughs> really bad at it um i'm also i'd like eating and like you know if i don't <laughs> have food in like the an hour or two i feel like i start getting headaches and i'm whiny and i just don't think i would enjoy it <laughs> You'd be like
0: nicholas in the great you guys ever watch the great no no there's a whole thing in the second season where he's like holding up like he's like they're doing a siege of like his like keep and the only reason he gives up is because he got so hungry he couldn't handle (laughs) just hanging out anymore he's like i need to eat something and they just like like, wafting like cooked pork at him yeah
2: (laughs) i like my comforts for sure
0: absolutely Mm -hmm. (laughs) fred what's your history with survivor and how do you think you would do if you were on the show well like it's definitely
1: like peripheral knowledge from back in the day because like I've said on this podcast I didn't grow up with TV or any of that like we didn't even get a lot of the channels on the farm that I grew up on Mm -hmm. Um, but I feel like you couldn't get away from it it was definitely like one of the biggest water cooler shows and I still always think about like (laughs) The Office episode (laughs) Like I think that's When I think of Survivor I can't not help Think of that episode Right Right
2: I mean it was spoofed So many times I still remember like The Family Guy bit too They had a bit Oh yeah yeah Mad TV had a bit Yeah Everyone had bits It's very spoofed
0: It's Yeah I mean it was so In the zeitgeist I think for the early aughts That you could not Avoid it right
1: It was like Survivor And then it was American Idol Mm -hmm. And now like We don't, I don't even know what it is now. Is it Mass Singer?
2: (laughs) Yeah, I guess. Yeah,
0: or like, yeah, I can see your voice or whatever that one is. (laughs) So many different things now.
2: Yeah. Do do you you... guys happen to know, just from the Zeitgeist, like any Survivor player names? I'm just curious.
0: Steve. (laughs) Yeah. What's his name? Johnny Too Quick or...
2: Oh, Johnny Fairplay? Yeah, that's him. (laughs) Johnny
0: Too Quick.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I, forget. I
1: think you recommended a certain season. I watched the first two episodes of yeah. it, and I did have my mind blown a little bit where they had to do this challenge right at the beginning. And then after that challenge, they were going to vote two people off and they picked two people. And after they were about to get voted off, it was a switch up. And those two people got to take the helicopter back to the site and the other people had to walk carrying all this stuff. So it was like the store the, or not the store. The show was enforcing kind of a divide on the people because they were like, "Oh, you think you're you happy you get to take the helicopter back?" Well, you are the least two liked people in this group. <laughs>
3: no,
2: no, no. Wow.
1: Like, shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's cold. Oh, yeah. No.
2: Survivor definitely likes to change up the mechanics, which is part of why I think it's lasted so long. They've, mm. they've changed it up every season. They add new mechanics to it. So people who are playing sometimes don't even know what they're getting into.
0: Right. Yeah. It's It just seems so cutthroat. And ugh, I don't even know. Like, I, I remember watching... Yeah, I think it was the first two episodes of, like, season 16 or 17. And it just was it was so weird to see something, too, that felt a little outdated, too. Like, I don't know, just the the mannerisms of people, the styles that they were wearing. And I'm just like, whoa, okay, this is, this is clearly a different time period. But it really wasn't that long ago. I think it was, like, 2011 or 2000.
2: You watched Micronesia? I think so. Uh, that would have been probably before that it probably would have been like 2009 or 2008 at least wow but if you think about it like people were still saying a lot of inappropriate things at that time period
0: well they made a whole thing about one of the contestants being gay and i'm like why is this a conversation right now and it just was i don't know It, it was a very odd thing to witness and be like this nobody would ever do this to somebody right now at least Ooh. not in. Okay, let, let me let me amend there, that. There is
2: worse things that happen in later seasons. So really? I will say, I guess uh, a spoiler for uh, controversy: somebody outs a trans person. Oh wow! And like season like in uh, 2017 or 2018. Yeah, so oh. it's, there are some bad things that happen yeah but in terms of like part of why i like the show i'm sort of skipping ahead here but part of why i like the show is that it does like create a lot of like social conversations Mm -hmm. like i've had conversations with my mom that i think she would have never thought to even like think about like that kind of situation and being able to kind of talk to her and about it in a way that like she might not have ever gotten to without survivor and Mm. like i don't know it does it does open the doors for opening eyes to people who never experience a trans person or you know right it's it's there are some good stuff to the best definitely.
0: right? It's good educational moments, right? Yeah, like, definitely. I mean, certainly, it's like, yeah, like, oh, we know, I would think the same way. It's like, well, no, why would you think that way? Like, okay, let's let's examine this mindset and why it's mm-hmm. inappropriate. Like, but it was just, it was just very interesting to think like this has nothing to do with their survival skills. Like, I'm like, let just let them oh, be. Yeah. Like, they're there, they're there to compete. Are you?
1: Uh, Are you guys into, like, survival stuff in general? Like, that sort of... Like, the actual surviving part about, like, going... Like, I'm thinking about the show Alone. Have you guys watched that? No. No. I
2: haven't, but I've heard of it.
1: So, Alone is pretty much, like, people who fancy themselves outdoors, people, you know, people who know all the skills, and they get dropped off in, like, Alaska by themselves, and it's, like, the last person who can still be surviving on their own is the winner, And it's these people who are like, I'm ready to the gills. I know how to do these knots. I know how to build a bivouac. I know how to, like, hunt. And then they, like, trip and fall and hurt their ankle in the first hour. And they get, like, heliped. I'll pat it out. And but it, like that's a show I really like because it kinda does have a similar thing but it's a little more close off because it's individuals. But it just like these people have all this confidence and like yeah. strategy and sometimes you get to see that strategy work out and yeah. it's really cool. But a lot of it is the people are like, I'm really hungry. Like I was not <laughs> thinking about this. <laughs> um do you uh what about like gaining into the i don't know what the word for it is but like kind of the aesthetic of the show the the travel log you know sort of vibe of it do you guys enjoy that getting to see
0: the different locations and i think there's something fascinating about that for sure um yeah i and i think to to even speak to the survival aspect i think that's what's interesting about it to me like you know i've i've Experience really to date is like my dad and my sister love survival shows. Like, my dad loves the show Naked and Afraid, or he did. I don't know if you know that's still on, but he was like the one who even got back into Survivor after we kind of fell off early on. And then he kind of brought brought my sister back in, and they watch it religiously now, like every season, like you do. Um, And it's just funny, though, to, like, even see, like, they're like, oh, yeah, I just want to see how these people interact. I'm like, I'm just interested in the destination. Like, I think it is interesting to see, okay, what does this place have? Do they have snakes on these islands? Do they have lizards? Do they have you know whatever else it might be scorpions and like collect the outback season right and like, you have to think about all the different things that might be living down there australia is a frightening mm-hmm. place
2: <laughs> oh yeah and the next season after that they had survivor africa where oh, they literally man. like had lions like ah. outside their camps
0: <laughs> that's frightening yeah what yeah. about you shannon
2: um About the survivor aspect, like, or, like, surviving aspect, I thought was much more of a bigger thing, like, in the first 10 years than it is necessarily now. Um, And I do enjoy that, and I think that's part of the element to why it's fun. Like, I think in terms of reality, there's a lot of reality shows like Big Brother and things like that where you are just, like, strategy and all that. But, like, to have, like, all that on top of it. So you do think... Strategically, while you're hungry, while you're surviving the elements, while you're getting bit up by bugs and like have to like face all these things every day, no contact with anybody outside of like those people on the island, I think is kind of what makes it a recipe of such a fascinating show.
0: Mm-hmm. For sure. I think there's a lot to, I don't know, those types of shows. I, I think, you know, we can kind of even get into, you know, what, what we like the most even just about Survivor itself. But I think there is something about seeing people persevere mm-hmm. and trying to imagine, like, could I even do this? Yeah. How would I do if I was out there trying yeah. to do these things? And I'm like, I don't know, to even answer your question from earlier, Fred, I would do terrible and survival. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would definitely be good at, like, the
1: uh relationship and like the chess of it all i think i think i would be good at playing people yeah. i'm a little bit of a sociopath yeah. <laughs> uh, i just felt like william defoe right there yeah. i too am a bit of a sociopath, a bit of a sociopath. myself yeah. but um yeah like i am a very out of shape person and like that's why my mind can't even wrap myself around it because like i watched like the first uh usually the first trial is them just like picking up their shit and walking four miles. And I'm like, yeah, I'm out. (laughs) I'm (laughs) "I'm sorry. I can't make it like, or just, I think I would do well in like the eating and the food stuff because I've like been hungry and I know like I'll eat like anything Mm. when I'm hungry. (laughs) I don't think I would have anything, any issues with that. But yeah, I think it's just the physical aspect combined with a lot of times the intense weather. Yeah. Oof.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Being rained on for days straight with barely any cover. Mm -hmm. Oh, being cold in general. Yeah. I could not handle being cold. Do they
1: do winter survivor?
2: No, <laughs> but like if it's raining in the summer. Oh, yeah, I, I was and, just curious if yeah. they did
0: like a polar yeah. one. Well, yeah, and you're like one like your bathing suit basically out there. And, like, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. It just sounds miserable. Like that would be the worst. I think the the problem for me would be yeah probably the eating. Like I trying to survive off of low food and I just get cranky. Oh yeah. And there's like no way I can even think about the mental aspect of the game at that point. I'd be like yeah. no, just give me some food stay away from my business like i'm just gonna go to the next competition i'm gonna try and whoop y'all and (laughs) i'm gonna get out of here
2: yeah i think i'd do good in the the competitions like i love like obstacle courses i Mm. like i don't know i like the adrenaline of sports in that way but
0: what is your favorite part of the show
2: that's hard and i I feel like i said i like kind of all the ingredients to make the recipe but i i like a lot of people i know don't care about the competitions as much like they don't really? really care as much about like that aspect i feel like it depends on who you are but i still like it like i like seeing people push through when they're like when like you know the underdogs are not doing well and then all of a sudden they like something changes and they end up pulling out a win um i like the relationship like building between each other and I like it when like you could see someone's strategy forming and like it coming to fruition and I will say like it is cutthroat kind of as you're saying but like it is such a community that a lot of these people like are good friends for the rest of their lives like people from the first season like you know are still best friends like to this day you know like it's like a it is like a game ultimately like you know if you play like mafia or something with somebody and they like get you voted out like you're still Mm -hmm. friends with them afterwards like you know it is a game and people like create this like beautiful community of it and it's wonderful
1: have they done like you know it's a big time for like legacy sequels have they brought back like people from the early seasons to do like a? have they brought
2: people back that's okay so i was actually also like i had a lull like with like season 36 to 40 (laughs) i I, I stopped watching because like i just didn't care as much but then season 40 was winners at war which is all winter seasons and it was dope and it brought me back and it brought me back with a fervor like i was into it and like they had people from season two or season three Winner was back um season like like some seasons like there's been a lot of returning seasons people have come back throughout but like there's been the people that never came back like someone from like season nine came back and things like that where it was just really exciting to see someone you haven't seen for like Seventeen years. Yeah, you know? and
1: those people, like when they have those people that have come back, and you know who you're going against, I feel like you have a backlog
0: of mm-hmm.
1: like tape to run that you can watch oh, and kind yeah, yeah, of yeah, learn all their sure. moves. So yeah. everyone yeah. probably comes in like oh, with knives yeah. out.
0: Well, I thought it was interesting too. I think the season I started watching on Netflix was like um, favorites versus fans, mm-hmm. and I thought Ooh. that was an interesting was cool. aspect because it's like okay, here you have people who've been watching all these other yeah. people this and now they're like you have these people who are like oh yeah you know we're fan favorites whatever but they don't necessarily know how each other play they might not even watch outside of being there
2: you're put in a new situation so like you might not play the same way you know
0: right yeah and i think that's it's just a add different aspects i think to to your what you're getting at fred is like there's a whole new element to the game when you come back and it's like okay here's what worked for me here's what didn't Mm -hmm. now i have a chance to make amends on that Mm -hmm. it's fascinating what uh what drew you in then when you started watching it me, I, I think it is kind of what you say. It's all the
1: ingredients, and I'm like taking it as I'm watching it. I definitely feel like much like how we did our uh, watch along with the Great British Bake Off. I could do something like this with like a Survivor, but I do, I do not like uh, fake drama in reality because I can see those seams so easily. Yeah, and I will give Survivor credit. That's probably only. of the show while other shows it's like 75% of the show is this and oh yeah I also just have a real problem with reality show editing Mm -hmm. how like every moment's built up to a peak to keep people in Mm -hmm. even if it's false and like that kind of stuff like really turns me off but I agree like I like the challenges I kind of like when people are playing it like the mental game and I also like it when people are playing the mental game and they're idiots, yeah. which is really funny. Oh, it's <laughs> like so they're like a dumb jock, and they're like, "I think I got the lay of the land here," and like <laughs> everyone
0: hates their oh. guts.
1: Oh my god! You know?
0: Yeah, you hit on something though. I think that that I, I agree a lot with is that the drama. I feel like now having like a film background too and like knowing how the the sausage is made behind the scenes, you can see through some of that stuff so easily sometimes. And you're just like, okay, this is clearly stuff that they're pushing them on. Like at the tribal council, oh, yeah. that was nails on a chalkboard for me. I'm like, clearly this is stuff that he's like rehearsed with them even before they started filming. I'm like, and then he tries to throw a twist in there and then they're like, wait, what? Okay. <laughs> yeah. It just, it's like that stuff, like ugh, it, it kind of takes me out of it a little bit where I'm like, am I watching a, a reality show or am I watching something that is just trying to manipulate people to do certain things, and I'm like that because yeah. that, that takes it away from it. But I think the what's interesting though is you get back to, you know, talking about like the competitions itself, and I, I think what I like about competitions on reality shows is, is similar to Great British Breakoff, where. I like that like, the timing almost doesn't matter. They try to make it look like, oh, this is really close, really close, but it's like, but at the end of the day, mm-hmm. it's like, I just want to see how they're getting there. Yeah. Like It's the same thing I see on Amazing Race, too, of like, okay, yeah, yeah timing matters because you want to know who's in first place, but at the same end, it's like, I want to see how they're actually struggling with this competition because yeah. then you're like, oh, man, dang, they really sucked at that. Call it the sports background, too, that I just love sports, but... It's it's just that part of it that I'm like okay I just want to see you. how are they doing how are they doing oh this person sucks at that yeah. oh that person's amazing I'm, whoa <laughs> it blows your mind a little bit what will well, we'll get me
1: into a show mm-hmm. put some kids in there
3: oh no no, you no, like no, Chopped
1: no. Chopped <laughs> Junior you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. have you seen the show where they had all the kids go live by themselves Lord of the flies style in like an old west like frontier town. I think it's called like Kid Town or something like really basic, but you can watch it all on YouTube. And if you want to see like Game of Thrones as like strategy and attacks, Mm -hmm. like I'm talking like old school kingdom shit. You got to watch these kids (laughs) because like there's one point where they get like a couple of chickens and the head people, which it's like based on voting who's in charge. Had to decide how they're going to like dole out the chicken. They actually have a kid there who grew up on a farm who will butcher the chicken. (laughs) And at one point, they have a tough decision to make, and this little girl says, like, she doesn't say in this way, but she her point that she goes is, we'll kill a chicken to appease them.
3: Wow. <laughs> like,
1: so they literally have the idea, like, oh, we will give them this big gift to distract them from the shady shit. I'm like, y'all oh are, God. like, five. Like, <laughs> That's crazy. I recommend I finding that on YouTube and watching it because I don't watch reality shows. That was amazing. Wow. Jeff
2: Probst, please do not listen to this. Do not have children on an island. It is very emotionally scarring.
1: Yeah, hunger game. <laughs> like, literally, no. he
2: is, like, hinted, like, oh, I want more 18-year-olds. I want more young kids. And we're like, no, no, Jeff. We do not want young people to play this game. <laughs>
0: no, I think he's too busy finding people. I mean, even just some fun facts that I was going to pull up here. There's been 608 contestants on Survivor to date. I think that's unique contestants. Mm -hmm. So 41 seasons worth, 600-plus contestants. Um, The crew has grown from a 75-person crew to 325 people work on the show. Oh, yeah. What is impressive to me about that is to know that there are that many people... Who are involved in this production, and yet it still comes together every year. You have cameramen on the island, like working around. I'm like, you don't even notice they're there for half no. the time. Like, it's crazy. Um, I mean, the the recipe was working because it was the it was a top twenty most watched show for through its first twenty three seasons. So it's like you know, sure he's trying to look for some things to spice it up, but at the same mm-hmm. end, people love it. Like.
2: <laughs> for, and- it's made in over 50 different countries so like there's literally like survivor australia like like australia has its own survivor like uh, mm-hmm. like survivor india just like, everyone
1: surviving survivor. in australia though eh. mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> but like literally 50 other countries like redo it and are still like still being made currently today like not like
0: that's insane
2: yeah like it is a popular show and a fun fact lost the tv show was fanfic for survivor
0: really yeah. i get that vibe for sure <laughs> I think I buy it too, honestly. When you watch Lost Again or just think about how it starts, like, yeah, it it feels like this exact setup. Just instead of alliances, you have smoke monsters and polar bears mm-hmm. and whatever else is on there.
2: And I also wrote that it was the first highly rated and most profitable reality show. Wow. Like when it came out.
0: That's, yeah, that actually does track considering the fanfare around it. And I mean, I don't know how much you remember the first season, but I just remember, I don't like, remember all of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, you could not go anywhere without hearing about Survivor or mm-hmm. seeing stuff about Survivor. People, like, having, like, the shirts from, like, Survivor. Oh, I have brought
2: my buff. I have a buff.
0: What? Ah, <laughs> oh, missed opportunity. You have I to do that. To. What's a Later? buff?
2: Everyone gets a buff when they start to show, like, what team you're on. Uh, and so, oh, like, that. It'll be on different <laughs> colors. So, like, it'll just say, like, the Survivor logo and, like, whatever your team color is. Just, like, visually. So, like, when you're watching the competitions, you can kind of keep track of people. Um yeah, so I have one from back in the day, Heroes versus Villains, my favorite season. I bought it live. I was like, "Jeff, take my money." <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, it's it's clear why people like the show. I I totally get get buying into whatever it draws you in. There's different aspects for everybody or like you Shannon where it's like the sauce is all there. Like you just kind of take every piece of it and it all blends together well. I mean, it, we're seeing it, right? It's still going 41 seasons later. 20 22 years now after the fact and probably who knows might have another good decade or more in it because who's going to stop watching it? Like, yeah, I don't know at this point. I mean the real world fell off, but well, <laughs> not even the they tried to reboot that.
2: It's like the, like I know like reality is known for like that kind of like manufactured drama. And I will say like survivor doesn't have that much of it. There are, I would say, so I've also broken down the show's, into different eras. Okay. If you wanna hear those. I wanna yes, hear
0: please educate us.
2: So I said one through eight is the classic era. So there's like no idols, no like kind of like any kind of like, it's all just straight shooting. Like you're in the two tribes, then you merge to one tribe and you vote someone out and blah, blah, blah.
0: What are idols?
2: Idols are um, something you define with clues and then you can play it when you think you can block someone's voting out. So like if you're thinking, oh, Fred and Shannon are gonna vote me out for sure, I found this idol. It will prevent me from getting voted out. And okay. it'll be like a twist. Because everyone will be like, oh, my God. I thought we were going to vote you out. We didn't know you had an idol this whole time. Like, it's mm-hmm. just like we're a way. Get out of
1: jail free card.
2: Pretty kinda. much. But it's like you want to keep it a secret. Because if someone else thinks you have an idol and they know that you have an idol, they're going to, like, try and make you think they're going to vote you out. And then they vote someone else out. And so then you just washed your idol. And you don't have it anymore. Yeah. So, yeah. So, like, classic era, one through eight. No, like, thrills. No no too many twists or anything like that. Mm. And then I have like the awkward phases, right? <laughs> era. So that was nine through fourteen. So there were like basic idols, kind of like how I'm saying they'll have like just like one idol or two idols per season. Um, yeah, there was also a huge controversy in uh, controversy in one of those seasons where they did a race one. So they oh. did, yeah. So they did different races against each other, like it goes oh. Asian, Black Americans. Uh, white people and but the white people got a head start yeah well that's actually the mad tv spoof is like literally like we gave the white people all this lumbar for yeah it's 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 it was very controversial at the time that's how you know how bad it was that even at the time they're like this is too much for us like yeah
1: that's like when you see how often they did blackface like in 30 rock (laughs) and you're like that was not
2: that long ago i know yeah. Yeah. So the awkward phases where Jeff's trying to see what works. <laughs> yeah. And then I said, like, the hot streak, which is seasons 15 to 20, which is solid, amazing seasons. is in it. Season um, Survivor China, which is one of my favorites ever. Mm. Cool locations. Great gameplay. A lot of, like, good strategy. And then there's the hot mess era, which is 21 through 27. And that's where the fake drama. I feel like he was, like, experimenting with having, like... Characters more than like players, mm-hmm. so he'd have people on there that he knew were going to be like dramatic and like just yeah, all that kind yeah. of fake things of reality. You know, like that
0: like. was his name, Johnny Turnabout, or
2: no, he was. <laughs> <laughs> Turnabout.
0: I'm just gonna keep coming up with different Turnabout. names for
2: him. <laughs> <laughs> no, he actually, the reason why he was famous, and he's from like season four, I think, or no, maybe season. Seven okay. Um, he the reason why he's like casted as like the villain is because he made up that his grandma died oh, <laughs> to like win wow. an award, <laughs> so he's like, Oh, my grandma died! Like his like relative, because they always have um one episode where maybe like your relatives come and play. Mm-hmm. And uh, they like had like set up a whole thing where he's like, "Your grandma died, man." And he's like, "Oh my God, my grandma died." And they like basically gave him a win. Oh wow. And that's like nothing compared to nowadays with they'll do to lie and things like that. But it's just funny that that's what he was known for
0: and all for a million dollars too that's what's crazy
2: just to lie about your grandma dying well it's just kind of funny because then jeff like called his family afterwards and his grandma's the one that answered (laughs) she's like i want to die gotcha
0: (laughs) man that's crazy all right
2: continue with your evolution (laughs) here Then I said the gimmicky era, which is seasons 28 through 35, where they just have, like, a lot of gimmicks. So they had blood versus water, where you have you and, like, a loved one. So maybe your wife, maybe your sister, maybe your cousin, maybe your best friend. Mm -hmm. And you play against other people who have their loved ones, too. Mm -hmm. And you're not one set team. You're still, like, individuals, but, like, Mm -hmm. they're on the island, too. Okay. And then they had blue collar white collar red collar which was like you know blue collar people office type people and then people who are like no collar essentially like people who don't who are free spirits that that, those were tribes then they had brain versus beauty versus brawn heroes versus hustlers versus healers then they had millennials versus gen x which is such a Uh. cringy kind of (laughs) yeah so that was the gimmicky era okay And then thirty-six through forty, I named it the "Playing for the Redditors" era, where it's basically just like big moves, like and you want to make sure you're like doing all this like strategy stuff, and people are like kind of doing strategy too early, strategy Mm -hmm. too early to like play up your clout essentially, like Mm -hmm. oh look at my resume that I did, look at all these like moves I orchestrated, and like (laughs) that's uh, yeah. So then um, and then now we're at the post-pandemic cultural diversity petition Mm. so there was a cultural diversity petition that got started during 2020 and now at least like 50 or maybe even more than that percent of the cast can be not white okay um so like they are kind of making more moves to be more inclusive and they've only been one season since then it was a pretty great season Mm -hmm. um great cast so
1: does it have a lot of like little tag-ins i feel whenever i watch reality tv post-pandemic where it's just like these little videos and has the host like, pandemic really changed a lot you know? yeah. <laughs> you can't watch, like I know it's like like especially like, like I watch a lot of cooking ones and it's usually sure. showing like all the support that the restaurant workers it's usually good stuff yeah. but I am so sick of those videos like but we're all tidying up around here and trying to do our best <laughs> we're all in this together <laughs> yeah. you see people like passing boxes of supplies with masks on Ooh.
0: yeah <laughs> I know there's uh, that actually just happened on the amazing race so they've started filming the the show or the, this recent season now beginning of like the pandemic it was like january february they sent everybody home after two episodes and they're like now they're picking up now i think it was like they filmed the rest last september mm-hmm. and yeah and then obviously they got it all done right before things started hitting the fan again it's just crazy that how many of these shows like reality shows just couldn't happen oh, right because yeah. it's like it all relied on mm-hmm. big communities big groups of people I mean we saw that on Great British Bake Off too right it was like we're gonna have the bubble season right. and it's like well yeah but there you're just in a kitchen yeah. so mm-hmm. it's but like but
2: how many how many cast and crew were involved like as you were saying there were like over 300 right. crew members yeah, like there's right? a lot of people in Survivor. that's why they couldn't
0: it's it's crazy. I mean, it's good to know that they're actually taking steps to do it. Has there ever been any conversations around like the tribal element of Survivor? I was thinking about that. Meaning yeah. Like, do they like? Were there, is there any like conflict with the fact that they're kind of like appropriating like tribal culture?
2: Oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> um, like in terms of what they would do different section jumping ahead. Yeah, I was just I gonna say if we
0: want to get into could or yeah. would it should have, yeah. we can go right can. ahead here.
2: Um. Yeah, one of the things I said is, like, sometimes... Like, sometimes it is kind of cool because they're showing legit history of different cultures. Sure. And that aspect is cool. Like, I would never know about, like, this set of tribe on Fiji. I would never know about, like, this kind of culture. Mm. Uh, but then also, like, like the gross food challenge is kind of otherizing. That's like, oh, look mm. at this gross thing these people right. eat and drink. And that's, yeah. like, really inappropriate and, and mean-spirited, <laughs> really. And
3: Yeah.
2: Um, so I would wish that they would either maybe take that into consideration with like the the culture a bit more like maybe have them more in the forefront as opposed to like jeff kind of like explaining it
0: yeah for sure
2: yeah so there've definitely been com- conversations or
1: about that. if there's any like sort of financial like restitution or gains for indigenous people or people Mm. of these areas that are going to i know it probably booms the tourist market i'm sure a lot of people are like i want to go to where Mm
2: -hmm. they did the
1: the surviving i want to go (laughs) absolutely it for
2: sure does do that but there are some places too where they like because they build all these sets like it sort of destroys some of the messes with the ecosystem ecosystem like i know like i think they went to guatemala for one season and like that's still like not the same like their area like kind of the sets they built like you Mm. can still see it on google maps like kind of yeah. You messed with it.
0: Sure. You know, it even made me think about how the theater we came from here it was once upon a time called like mojo dojo comedy Mm. right it was all about like oh we're gonna do like you know dojo type style classes and Mm. have like you know way of the crane and all that and to be like yeah you know what uh maybe there's some cultural appropriation going on here so that was what i was thinking about with that so i think that's oh
2: yeah they don't do that anymore they have not for many seasons oh really okay oh like they don't talk about other cultures anymore
0: gotcha Mm -hmm.
2: okay and they've just been in fiji for like 10 years oh maybe a little less than that and no one actually remember yeah
1: because i picture old school survivor like dude's coming out and he's got like background extras in like tribal garb like Mm -hmm. doing stuff that's probably not legit yeah (laughs) they they do
2: actually keep people from the real tribes around the show that's so like they they'll in the beginning seasons they actually have people of the area involve them in like some of their cultural histories like okay you have to do a certain cultural dance and they'll teach them or Mm -hmm. like they'll have sometimes they'll win an award where like a local will come and teach you like oh you can eat this you shouldn't eat that like they'll Mm -hmm. have things like that so i feel like they have always tried i think to be culturally sensitive but 2000 culturally sensitive is a lot different than yeah. 2022 it
0: actually makes me think of the scene in temple of doom when they're sitting at the table although this scene still grosses me out because they like eat like the snake and then they like cut it open and there's like live snakes and they're just eating that and it's like oh yeah. i'm like you know I respect if that actually is a culture that eats that stuff, but that still looks gross. Like, yeah. Well,
2: in Survivor Three Africa, uh, like a part of the culture is they drink cow's blood. Yeah. They just drink cow's blood, I guess. Wow. And like that was just like a big thing that they would do on the show. Okay. Which I feel like was another otherizing kind of like, oh, that's so gross. But I'm just like, well. People drink that. I was or... going to say,
0: I mean, people have different tastes all over the world. I mean, hell, there's people here that eat crickets, and it's like roasted crickets. And it's like, that's not something I don't know that I want to take place in. But, I mean, that's been at the Milwaukee Public Museum forever. They've had, like, yeah. roasted crickets, like, on the rack. And it's like, back in the day, some people probably didn't have a choice. Like, that's what they ate. And
2: or like, that's what they like, even if they yeah, didn't have no, a choice.
0: Maybe they did, yeah. They just liked it. They liked the taste. But, yeah, I don't know about crickets.
2: <laughs> I'd eat cricket. I'd eat anything once. Really? Yeah,
1: wow. I would get into, like, they do, like, a
0: cricket meal,
2: mm.
1: and, like, I just would struggle with the legs. Like, I would still try it, but I think that would be the gross-out part, mm. yeah. but, like, I know that they make, like, cricket flour and stuff like yeah. that. That'd be more...
2: Really? Yeah, yeah protein. Good
0: protein in that cricket I mean, flour. Maybe you, you have to crunch. believe so, right? I oh.
2: think I'd like it. I don't... I think I... I mean, I've had crickets, and I was fine with it, like, chocolate-covered crickets and stuff like that. that There's,
0: fine. um, Bel Air Tacos. Mm-hmm. They have, like, uh, at certain restaurants, I don't know if they do it anymore, but they did have, like, a cricket special taco. Yeah. And I remember um, on my first or second date, I think, with uh, my current partner, we got one of the cricket tacos. We each split it, and I just remember it was like, mm-hmm. Because it it, <laughs> I think it had origin, she was telling me, in, like, like, Mexican cuisine. Like, you know, like, it was like, oh, yeah, you know, traditionally, like, they would make, like, cricket tacos when they don't have... You know anything else besides like beans or anything else, and so we're like, oh, well, let's give this a shot. You know, we'll give it, and I just remember it was, like, was a very earthy taste. Like mm-hmm. it was just interesting. Yeah. I just feel like I know what it tastes like, so I yeah. don't need to
1: try. it. Not in, like it's that in you know, an overly gross way, but I'm like, I think I get it. You know? Yeah, like, yeah. If, if people were telling me, oh, when you take a bite of this, you know fucking cream it's good <laughs> yeah but no that's not what you hear you hear like oh yeah that's this good. is something that people eat like you said it's not like they eat it because it's fucking great yeah <laughs> it's like they had had substance and it was an option you know yeah like absolutely anything,
2: however it's seasoned you know like i've had good cargo. i've had bad cargo. Sure, you right. know my rule
1: with cargo is i love it but if they bring it out put back into the shell I'm kind of not as much into it like I used to have a place I like to go where they had like kind of like a mini muffin tin yeah. and it had the cargo yeah. with a little crispy like flaky oh, yeah, biscuit yeah. on the top and you could just get the whole bite yeah. I good. love that but then I went somewhere and they like Put you them back into tiny... the shells, yeah. and I was like,
3: "Well, now I know it's yeah. snails." <laughs>
1: yeah, that's oh, that, does so that doesn't bother me. Or like, oysters, yeah. you know. I think I'm with also you. Bad, like yeah. too, with calamari, like yeah. if it's too much of a squiddy looking piece, I'm like, I don't want that one. Yeah, <laughs> oh,
0: I know. But sometimes they are really good with the I, legs. I think I'm with you though, Shannon. I think I would try anything once,
2: as Just long as it's not like terribly like they were like abusive to that oh you know, right like, like right like yeah. shark fin or if soup if it's like or whatever a, yeah like, that. like where they just of yeah, like, like you know
0: treating the sharks like shit or whatever but i mean it's so much food right now yeah. i mean we don't know or half the stuff true, comes true, from. True, true. and yeah so you know just be ethical if you have a choice to choose ethical food please yeah. do we would encourage you to do that and also be respectful of people's cultures i think that's the end right. of the day right right that's, that's all it is um but other coulda, woulda, shoulda, what else do you guys have is like things you would have loved to see Survivor explore or even just, you know, try and do like a twist on it.
1: I'd love a legit, and they never do this in reality show, a legit celebrity season. Ooh. I'm talking because I feel if you find the right celebrity who's kind of like... I picture, like, a Tom Cruise type or a Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These kind of sober guys who are into, like, kind of extreme yeah. stuff. I bet you can convince them. Although, I want Tom Cruise to host it. <laughs> he would be kind of a crazy host. But then get, like, I want to see a list. If you don't have... Uh, Golden Globe nomination (laughs) I don't want to see Gary Busey And like I don't know who else I can't think of Yeah, Coolio I don't want (laughs) to see those people I want to see Michael Caine (laughs) Maybe
0: not him, he's a little too old What, you don't think I could survive one Michael Caine
2: right? here. Rachel Dratch. Oh, I think I'm right.
0: <laughs> That was uh, an old joke someone told me. It was like, if you want to say Michael Caine the way he says his name, say my cocaine in the <laughs> accent. My cocaine. My cocaine.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's so good.
2: Yeah, I think that would be dope. I would love, like, a celebrity all season. Because we've had celebrities on the show. Mm-hmm. Like, Jimmy Johnson was on there. Oh, wow. Um, were, but were they Cliff competing? Robinson was on there. Oh, yeah, they are competing. Oh, wow. They were com- contestants. And it, But the thing is, like, if they if it's not an all-celebrity season, everyone's, like, especially they're pretty well-known, like, that's Jimmy Johnson. Like, I fucking know you're Jimmy Johnson. It puts a target on your back. It's like, okay, you're already, like, a millionaire. Right. Um, uh, Mike White was on season 38, and he wrote... Um,
1: Old, uh, school, school of Rock, Rock. Yeah. and he wrote oh, yeah. the new show White Lotus, White Lotus. Yeah. and like honestly that
2: season worth a watch. Such a great season. That one's on Netflix right now. Yeah. He is so funny on it. Like he's amazing and he's on a lot of it. So it's worth watching. Mm-hmm.
1: White true. Lotus is one of the shows like I feel there's an essay to be written about pandemic era T V yeah. and how like there were so many shows at like locations like that or even like the movie Old is like a movie perfect for pandemic time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of more but there were a a few like there was that uh, season show with um, Nicole Kidman and she's like, kind of like, yeah. oh yeah, it's like, like Nine Lotus. Perfect Strangers yeah. Yeah. or something like that. Yeah. yeah, another show where it's like, okay, we got a bunch of people together. We waited two weeks, and now we mm-hmm. can
0: film in like the wilds of wherever and not have to worry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm glad you guys brought up White Lotus because that was like my COVID six show. Like while I was I love that sick, show. I watched the whole thing and. I I, you know talking about the other is some stuff of it all and like it made me think of that scene where they're like watching the the dancers at like Mm -hmm. the luau and they're like well yeah you know this is how they do like you know this is their culture and they're just proud to do their dances and it's just like oh my god i can't stand people like this (laughs) yeah um it's just but yeah that show is so wild and i can't believe they're doing another season so poignant
2: yeah it's good but yeah he was on survivor season 38
0: that's wild I Maybe he go. was
2: inspired in Right White Lotus. He might be. He might have been <laughs> from
0: that. I uh, I went a step further even with the celebrity thing. I would love to see celebrity, like, survival people, like Bear Grylls oh, yeah, or, like, yeah, the yeah. Irwin kids, like, compete. <laughs> people who know <laughs> how to work their way on. an Carol
2: Baskins. Yeah, and, like, <laughs> give them
0: Carol Baskins. <laughs>
2: Well yeah, then she has to go up against Joe.
0: She's a survivor, right? <laughs> yeah. Then they try and kill her. Like,
2: like she's fucking been against taggers. <laughs> yeah. They just like
0: we let Joe exotic yeah.
2: loose in the jungle. <laughs> be exotic. careful. He's just out there. But like, <laughs> well, she'd be competing against him. So she has to be careful.
0: I wanna see what those people do though, like in the elements. Like yeah. people who actually like know how to survive, like bear girls yeah. and we have seen him what, drink his own pee and stuff. Yeah. Like <laughs> You guys gotta check out
1: alone because that's part of it. it. are people who like know all that stuff and like, yeah. know they what to do. And they build these amazing mm-hmm. little shacks. And then you got the people who trip in the first yeah. <laughs> Which would be me, mm-hmm. I feel. <laughs>
2: the other thing that I said would be kind of cool. So Big Brother, I don't know if you guys heard of Big Brother. Yeah. It's basically Survivor without the survival stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like they have a feature where you can pay CBS money to watch them 24 hours. Wow. Because there's vi- footage going on in the house 24 hours. And I've, like, there's a lot of people, I don't know if me personally, but there's a lot of people in the survivor community that have, like, kind of wanted that for a survivor. Like, you're filming 24 hours, like, people are going to pay to, like, watch them, you know, do whatever. Then you kind of get, like, a full picture because everyone knows there is editing. There mm-hmm. is a story they're telling. They're ultimately trying to tell you how did this person win, you know. But it'd be kind of cool to just, like, watch it all.
0: Mm-hmm
2: unfiltered in a way. Right. I I think that would be interesting. I don't know if I would actually pay for that, but like...
0: (laughs) Yeah. I was even just going to think about too, like what if you just had people go off on their own? Like you're not in a campsite with anybody else. You are just... You're off on a separate part of the island. The Exile only reason. Island,
2: what's happened? Is yeah,
0: that what that is? I think that sounds like <laughs> the survivor already happened, thing. Yeah. See, everybody thinks of it. I haven't watched any of Exile Island. Well,
2: yeah. yeah let's just like, uh, it's a feature in some. Sometimes it's a whole season twist, you know.
0: It's funny that we all were like, oh, I don't watch a lot of reality TV. And yet we can yeah. just pull these references. Right. Left well, and gonna, right.
1: that just made me think. I remember when I lived in Fond du Lac and I was like under 21. I didn't have a lot of friends. I lived there when I was going to community college. And. I watched a lot of ghost hunters when I lived out there and like, I didn't believe much of the stuff, but I liked, I kind of liked the vibe of the show was a little spooky. And like, they would talk about the history of the places they were going. And one Halloween they did like an all night broadcast where you could go on and access all the cameras and send messages. And it was like a 24 hour haunt watch. And that made me think of that, which was really cool. And it would be kind of, interesting a little weird but yeah. also kind of cool to have like all the available cameras and you can like click through and watch that like yeah. raw all footage
2: yeah that aspect would be super cool and like being able to like see more of the truth of it because it is so much of editing that you it'd be like okay what actually happened and in the sequence of events that actually happened as opposed to you piecing it together to try and make the result you know make sense
1: you could catch people
0: making naughties yeah very much so, right? So that actually made me think about something I wanted to ask you about, Shannon. So the first episode of the season I just got back to watch on Netflix, like people just seemed like they were shacking up in the same tent like that night they don't know each other. <laughs>
2: I mean, you know, if the mood is right and the stars are bright.
1: <laughs> and don't a lot of these locations get cold at night? Yeah. So you got to get that, that body that temperature body heat. heat. So, yeah, is
0: that part of the survival aspect or is this just people who get horny out there? Or what's what is the story?
2: Listen, most people don't actually end up, you know... Making whoopee, <laughs> and, um, those people don't end up actually shacking up because that's just asking for an infection.
0: <laughs> I would imagine, I don't know. well, wellness like that, yeah.
2: Makeouts happen, which is still pretty gross because they don't brush their teeth, like, that's oh. still pretty nasty. And I feel like, you know. What better way to make an alliance than to make one out of, you know, sexual (laughs) tension?
0: (laughs) Consensual sex is an agreement to an alliance.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) What I don't get is,
1: why is it called making whoopee? (laughs) Making whoopee? Hold on, stay with me. (laughs) When there's a device called a whoopee cushion. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I feel if I was to squeeze a whoopee cushion, it's not the sound of a fart. (laughs) It would be making whoopee. Why is it called whoopee if that's a whoopee cushion?
2: Well, have you heard of a different noise that can happen from a woman?
1: Well, that's what I was kind of getting at, okay. which made the whoopee cushion so much weirder when I stick it under my grandfather.
2: Uh, <laughs> I
0: Listen, yes, I think there's probably some of the onomatopoeia that comes with sex in there. There
2: are noises, um, squelchies. Yeah. <laughs> but it really
1: makes the whoopee cushion a much dirtier prank, I feel like. Yeah. I remember yeah. putting a whoopee cushion under my great-grandfather, and it didn't go off Cause he was so frail. <laughs> oh no, I think he was kind of just He's like, like, well, this sitting nice on
2: padding. Him. My butt's it's so like, comfortable.
0: She's like, This really feels good in my hemorrhage. <laughs> 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 uh, that's uh, yeah, that's throwing back to an old reality show, the the newlywed game. You guys ever watch that? No, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. oh man. Well, I mean, it wasn't a, re- a reality show, it's a game show, but it's just about newlyweds would try and guess like if they how well they knew each other. Okay. And I was like, Always, like, oh, what did you write yeah. down? And oh, Rick wrote down, he left. Macaroni, not, <laughs> not rice Like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's just a ridiculous show. Um, <laughs> so, getting into uh, kind of the end here of our power rankings. So, this week, I wanted to talk about what are, how would you power rank the skill sets you need to win Survivor? And, Shannon, I don't know if you want to kick it off for us.
2: Yeah, I thought I wrote the most important skill I think anyone could have is to kind of keep perspective like constantly be thinking about what's everyone else's best move then you could sort of at least try to anticipate what they're going to be doing like is it their best move to like vote with me does that mean they're going to keep voting with me okay what, what's the best move for them are they going to like want to align with this person and just trying to keep all of that in mind because mm. you have to be adaptable because it will change a, a drop of a hat so that I think being adaptable And keeping perspective are the top skills.
1: Okay. Or, like, keeping cool. I feel like, imagine how grumpy, like, Tom, I know you could probably get a little grumpy when you're hungry, I bet. Mm -hmm. Turn a little monster. Imagine being in that high heat and all that and how easy it would be to, like, just tell someone to, like, shut the fuck up. Mm -hmm. But. But you can't because you gotta be cool
2: but that might actually be a reason to keep tom because there are things where you okay so also a funny thing in survivor is there is a thing called a goat and if you're a big sports fan it means greatest of all time Mm meryl street if you're in survivor it's actually the goat you bring to slaughter so you say that the goat is a bad thing in survivor so the goat would be a grumpy tom that no one likes you're like oh i want to drag him through the game (laughs) bring him to the final three. And then people aren't gonna want to vote this dude. So I'm gonna keep the person that everyone hates because I will win against them. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's always funny because I did, I was not a big sports person growing up, so that's why I grew up with the term goat. And then <laughs> I grew up and everyone's like, yeah, the goat. And I was like, what are you talking about? Why would that person be the goat? I yeah. don't get it.
1: <laughs> Michael Jordan, the goat. What? what? I, don't,
2: huh?
1: I like the idea of like setting like. I'm sorry we're going to keep using this example, a cranky, hungry (laughs) Tom, like knowing that he's cranky and angry and kind of like setting him loose on someone Mm -hmm. else so they have beef. Like, yep. cause I did that growing up with like my family, you know, <laughs> like I was really good at like instigating stirring the pot. Mm-hmm. They used to call it like, yeah. I remember like that. would get yelled at by my grandma. Like Fred, stop stirring the pot.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and I'd always just do like a hand motion yes. of like a stir.
3: Like I'm just stirring
2: yes. the pot. stirring the pot.
0: <laughs> Fred just. So that, I think that give would me be my, my Snickers, sm- man. Oh, give it's me my Snickers. Oh, that'd
2: be a perfect survivor skill. Actually. Like if you could see what would instigate somebody else. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
1: I just imagine me setting someone loose on someone else And they just do my cut to for my yes. confessional and I'm just doing my little yep.
0: Just quietly pot stirring and nodding Just like yeah <laughs> <laughs> My god I I think I like where you guys are going with that. I would even say possibly a skill that even plays into these is being a good actor and not like yeah. in the sense of like, oh, you know, make sure you can deliver a line, but just like, like the mask you wear in front of people. Right. And they're like, you know, oh yeah, yeah, I totally believe it. Cause you have to be believable if you oh, yeah. tell somebody something, you know, like, I mean, it goes back to the sociopathic skills we we're talking about, but I think just being able to be like, being able to profess or kind of portray a certain mood, a certain, you know, vibe to kind of get with somebody like, God, don't you hate Shannon? And it's like, (laughs) yeah, do you know what she did to me? (laughs) It's just, I think there, there is that element though of like, yes, much as you need to be, you know, skilled, I would say it's second Mm -hmm. is probably athleticism. Yeah but
2: like well not really actually you a don't lot think of people so. who aren't athletic don't win like you people vote out the athletic people because oh. they're like well that means because basically there's the two tribes to start usually sometimes there's three okay then it goes to the merge where everyone <laughs> is individual playing so then if you're athletic and you're going to win every immunity challenge if you're win an immunity challenge you can't get voted out <laughs> the athletic portion Then you have a target on your back. Like, okay, Tom's really athletic. We got to make sure the second he doesn't win, he's out of here. So, like, in, like, last, like, probably 10-plus years, athletic people don't do well because the second they get to that merge section, it's like, kick them the F out, like... I don't okay. know if I can swear on here. I don't know if I've already you, sworn.
0: You sure can. <laughs> Just go for it. But we're, yeah. We're an explicit podcast we okay, oh, Spotify. Are. Explicit.
2: Children, don't sign up for Survivor and don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> hey, hey,
1: I said make naughties earlier. Make yeah. so oh, naughties.
0: We've wow. actually been doing a pretty good job. I'd say the, the sex segment probably is going to get us a little bit of a little risque, a little PG-13. But yeah, I'd say so yeah. far we're doing all right. Um, yeah, it's interesting. It, yeah, it is interesting. And I guess... Having been displaced from it so far and not having really seen a full season for a while, it, you, I think that's the type of thing you do lose out on is like, mm-hmm. you know, what are the skills that people are like, this person's too yeah, dangerous. Yeah, it
2: changes for sure. Wow. Yeah, There's and then there was one season someone incorporated what they called a meat shield where they made an alliance with all the strong people mm-hmm. within an effort to keep them as a shield so that way when they were like kind of in that further game Portion people are just trying to get out those strong people, and so by the yeah, end he's like, "Bye bye, I'm no. here because you he got out my meat shield." Wow. You know, so it, it's it's that's, that's what's interesting about it. There's just so many different strategies, and it's kind of cool to see how it all unravels. Yeah. And
0: what, um, so I wanted to even go on a little further, just for you, Shannon. Then, what would you say are your top seasons or top? Teams, whether that's like the winners or I mean, you kind of talk about the gimmicky thing. I like the whole locations. evolution, yeah, locations, because it made it, you made it sound like an, it's it's like a person, right? It's like, oh hey, it's in its youth, and now it's oh, yeah. into like weird oh, tweens, sure awkward is. phase, and then it gets to be in adulthood it's experimenting. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, trying to yeah. do some stuff. It's like his twenties kind of suck, but then thirties like, is thriving. <laughs> really
2: getting it. <laughs> like, um, I feel that. Yeah. Before I go into that, I will also say I think. Jeff Probst is the best host of reality TV of all time. Really? I just want to throw that out there right now because he is so, like, adaptable and he's so, like, passionate. Like, he legit cares every single season. Like, he is so in it. Like, he lives and breathes it. And that kind of passion is very, like you know um addictive and you want to follow it
1: the reason why you have tom cruise be the host i feel like that's a very similar (laughs) vibe like you heard that tom cruise like where he yelled at everyone about like the COVID thing
2: exactly i feel like
1: that's the kind of energy i want out of my survivor host oh and he would
2: like he's gotten mad at players like you know he'll break the fourth wall being like how could you do this you know like he's he's so like he cares so much about it and and i think that is very commendable he does he make great decisions all the time no does he does he make yeah problematic opinions every once in a while he tries his best he tries his best but
0: we're all trying our best
2: (laughs) yeah sometimes he's he's not landing right yeah but yeah anyway so i just want to throw that out there but uh in terms of my power rankings is it top three or what are we saying here
0: let's do top three yeah
2: all right. Well, my top three of all time as uh, heroes versus Villains. As I mentioned, I actually have a survivor buff of that season. Nice. Uh, it's a full returning season, and they like archetyped people. Like, okay, you kind of played like a hero in your season. You played like a villain, and they put those two together, and just amazing television ensued. Like, just all the different strategies, all the different. Um funny quips. Like it it is amazing. One of my favorite winners of all time. It's a black buff. I love the color black. <laughs> <Here's> <laughs> it's a, a great yeah, time. I'm showing
0: uh for listeners at home, I'm showing a buff so that Fred that's can actually it see like. this. You can wear, wear it as a tank tap,
2: you can wear it as a skirt, you can wear it as a bandana, mm. or as a it's, it's necklace, flare. you can put it on your wrist. Yeah, yes. It's flair. I get it. So heroes versus villains, honestly, number one of all time. Watch it. Number two, Micronesia, which Thomas started, which is fan versus favorites, also great. Mostly because all the iconic people just make it so amazing, mm-hmm. and there's such a great twist in that one where basically these girls convince one of the players to give up his like his idol that he like won from an athletics challenge and he gives it to somebody else and they immediately vote him out and it's just gone down as one of the worst moves of all time but it's just so fascinating to watch and then my third favorite is survivor china which is all new people but it's also just one great aesthetically just like seeing a totally new culture a new place Mm -hmm. um and the winner is just the best winner of all time So, so those are my top three
0: very nice So if anybody's looking for those, I think they are on Netflix, or at least the Micronesia ones. Hulu is
2: on Netflix. Heroes vs. Villains used to be, but they got taken off for some reason.
1: Isn't there a bunch on Hulu? Isn't it, like, all on Hulu? I think
2: Hulu and Prime. Yeah. Yeah. Prime is what Um, I was even going to say.
0: Paramount Plus, I would think. Oh, Paramount Plus, for sure. Paramount
2: Plus has, for sure, has all of them. And I will also kind of go back to the, like, terms of, like, resurgence of Survivor is partly due to um netflix but also due to the pandemic mm. myself and billions of other people did a full rewatch like i full rewatched all 40 Billions seasons. of other people i would <laughs> say billions i believe Honestly. It people Listen, out there's like, literally all the new people from the new season that got casted were all people that just started watching during the pandemic. Yeah, like it, maybe not billions, but I think it's <laughs> like billions. I think billions. Like literally I, all over the world you are watching. Continents
0: worth of folks. that's crazy. Yeah,
2: I think. I, I don't so.
1: know. I don't know. I will say having you on and like us talking about this, like like I said before, we wouldn't have really touched on this if like it was just episode nine. And that's why I love this because when I hear you talk about. Survivor, I get excited about yeah. Survivor, and that's what I love about this podcast. I like hearing people being passionate about, sh- in some capacity, does not matter at all. But
2: excuse me, that's
1: gonna I'm be sorry, good. but hey, I love so much shit that does not that's matter. Fair. Yeah, <laughs> it's but fair. In, if it matters to you, that's kind of a cool thing, yeah.
0: you know? No, I think that's exactly it. And I think even when we kind of get into some including thoughts here, you know, it's it's interesting to be looking at it and be like, you know, I don't know that Survivor, and this is part of the reason I think why I fall off after season two. I don't know that it was always my cup of tea just because it's like, oh, you know, as part of the fanfare, I liked it. I liked the competition aspect. I wasn't always into the drama, but that's reality TV in general mm-hmm. for me. It's like the more that that's involved, I think the more checked out I get. So that's why I never really watched the real world or anything like that. But I can get into, like, The Amazing Race or, like, Great mm-hmm. British Bake Off where it is just the competition and you just have personalities. And it's like, okay, that's fun. But um, it's it, but I think it is such an interesting thing to look at because it, it has persevered more than any other reality TV show, I think we can say, to date outside of mm-hmm. – what like I mean a game show like Jeopardy, which yeah. I don't even know if you can count that. Is that a reality show or is it does a game show something different? That's what's crazy about it. it's kind of it's like a mix reality and the game show element, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and I don't know it's it is a it's just a good one I think. I'm glad we got to talk about this one too because it, it, there's so many aspects to it. There's so many different things.
2: Yeah, and it legitimized reality TV in that aspect after Survivor blew up. That's when everyone's like, oh reality tv can make money Mm -hmm. like oh let's make american idol oh let's do you know x factor all that stuff to some
0: extent it's kind of friendly yeah 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 and you get all these spin-offs all these different versions of it your factor yeah you know we went a little far the other way when we hit the kardashians (laughs)
2: because i
0: just don't think that needs to exist i don't care how do
1: you guys feel about undercover boss
2: Never watched it. I never really watched feel it like either. I think that's what kind of feels faker to me. Like it's super it's so, fake. So like, yeah. formulaic, and so like they want reactions, and it's and because it is like a one episode thing, you know, like they're just like button button button, hit it hit it hit it, you know, like it's not organic at all.
1: But it is pretty fun when they put the CEO in like a goofy mustache. It's true. Oh, that yeah. is yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> no, that is it's good. And I do like, and I just want to add this into like reality shows. I do get suckered into like touching moments like oh sure there's a lot of stuff in undercover boss where it's like he meets someone while he's sweeping who's like yeah mm. i'd like to go to college but i'm taking care of both my parents who are ill and all that yeah. and at the end he gives them like a college yeah. grant and they yeah. cry i am a sucker for that when it comes no, to reality sure.
0: stuff yeah. no they definitely know how to play on the emotional beats mm-hmm. i mean right don't you like feel it every time like a favorite gets voted off of the island and like
2: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Or family visit as a family visits I honestly cry every time it's forever, just cuz it's usually so touching especially if it's either like a a, a child parent relationship or like a spouse. Mm-hmm. Like there are times where like people cuz again even seeing your family in at that point mm-hmm. probably like 23 days and you're like you're in this harsh like you know situation and then all of a sudden you see the one person that like you're like you mm-hmm. love and like you trust and you just see them sometimes like literally fall to their knees like crying and it like makes me want to tear up right now
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it in those when they like show the video of the family I feel there's always a person who's like well I have to have my dog in the shot you ever notice like those videos where they're like we're yeah. we're so proud of you that you win someone's yeah. got like a lap dog that they like Yeah, we have to have little Charlie in here for sure. Yeah.
2: We're really proud of you. <laughs> I am mean, pretty sure. Part of the reason why I loved Matrix four Matrix four so much is because it looked like my cat started. Uh oh. huh. I was like, That's oh. Gigi. The That's my Gigi. Oh my god.
0: Could do a whole I mean So we, I get it. At someday we will do a whole thing on the Matrix, I think. We're As you sure. should. We gotta make sure they're uh, uh, they're done making them, though. I think that's the first and last <laughs> element to that. I would well, want to wait. About
2: having Jay on there because he's a pretty
0: big, big Matrix head. I yeah. think
1: we're gonna get a non-Wachowski Matrix that's gonna be like, like mm. Ghostbusters Afterlife, like all these kind of like yeah. rebooty sequels. And I kind of want to see it. I'm curious, because I know I'm going to get some of that dumb action I want. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's when I'd want to do a Matrix episode, because I feel there's going to be another one, and it's going to be a non-Wachowski yeah. one, and I want to <sighs> know what that is with the, the whole soup of as the franchise. As long as not
0: like Rise of Skywalker level, then I'm, I'm okay with giving that a shot. Um yeah, that's, all, that's, that's some good thoughts on Survivor and a little beyond. <laughs> Shannon, is there anything that she would like to plug?
2: Um, yeah, I'd like to plug the theater that we're all a part of yeah. <laughs> the interchange theater what a local the, the interchange, interchange <laughs> theater a local milwaukee theater but we do have stuff up on youtube so if you're not local please check it out um i'm part of a group also called sports bra we're independent but also independently funny i don't know we're all great um and yeah check us out
0: Awesome. We will definitely do that. Once again, for everybody, as you've heard every week, the interchangetheater.com dot com is where you can find more resources and workshops going on. Interchange,
1: Eric. I'm talking to you. <laughs> Please give fund us, some us. Money. We we are your biggest advertisers We want, want us
0: funding.
2: Some yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Give us some yeah. swag. Give us some cash. Whatever you want. Um. Oh, I give did. us a barb or yes. whatever
1: it is. Is that what it's called? The thing. What did you get from Survivor? Uh, um, a buff? A buff, yeah. Give <laughs> A buff. <star. laughs> i like, what is he talking about? <laughs> I thought you were
0: talking about
2: an interchange thing. I was like, wow, I don't yeah, know. Give
0: us a buff, an interchange buff. <laughs> we want that interchange buff. Um, you want I, that? I will also mention, uh, we now also have a Buy Me a Coffee account, which we are accepting uh, drinks. You can buy Fred and I a drink. It is buymeacoffee.com slash S-O-T-F. Um, just if you want to keep supporting the show and want to keep seeing us do some great stuff, we're going to invest anything that gets donated into the show itself. So, you know, feel free, but we're not requiring anybody to do that. It's all just out of the kindness of your hearts. And we mm-hmm. just ask from the, you know, the bottom of your souls, if you're a giving person here in the year of our Lord, 20 and 22.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: Yes. And watch spread all the of word. <laughs> That's yes.
2: what I'm also going to plug, watch all of survivor.
0: Watch all of survivor. Yes. We can watch survivor. Tweet I mean, survivor. It's, <laughs>
2: hashtag state of the franchise
0: yes mm-hmm. uh, we have also all sorts of great stuff coming up for us too um We'll be talking about next week Maybe not next week, might be two weeks We've been on every two weeks here now Uh, The English Premier League We're getting into some sports action Some soccer for you folks out there Yeah,
1: I've been watching a documentary About the league recently I'll get into it when we talk about it But I actually have a lot
0: of knowledge Yeah, Mm. very excited to move from a reality game show to reality sports. And it's going to be going to be some interesting stuff. So stay tuned for then and thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Bye.
3: Bye. Bye.